Everybody waiting for the fall of man. Everybody praying for the end of times. Everybody hoping they could be the one. I was born to run. I was born for this. Welcome back to the Chip Shot, where we talk about real estate, business, leadership, and our community. Why we believe real estate is the best business in the world when bought correctly. Why it's important to mind your own business. And why leadership is important. Because at the end of the day, everything rises and falls on leadership. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Chip Shot Podcast. Today, I have a special guest on, somebody that you may or may not know. His name is Coy Romine. Coy, not Corey, guys. It's Coy, C-O-Y. Sometimes people say Corey, and they mix that up, so I just want to make sure we get that right. But Coy Romine, he is our Chief Operations Officer here at Fubella, Texas & Company. People often ask, you know, they think I'm crazy because you do all kinds of different things, but they're like, how do you get it all done? I think Coy's an integral part in all that stuff. He, uh, We throw things against the wall and Coy makes sure they stick or he tells them not to stick and he gets rid of them. But you know, our, our latest accomplishment um, as a team is we opened up a, another Anytime Fitness in Yoakum, Texas. And uh, we're going to talk about some of those challenges, some of the wins that we did there. Um, so you know, one of the challenges we dealt with, Coy, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody hello real quick. Hello, everybody. So, you know, when Coy came on the team a few years ago, we bought an insurance agency together and uh, you know, grew up, grew, and so he's, we're business partners in the insurance and he's helped run the real estate company and uh, we had the Anytime Fitness here in town too that he helped uh, get everything running smoothly. Um, before Coy came on, he was in the cell phone business. What do you call that, Coy? Yeah, I was in cell phone. Uh, Retail. Did retail, did wholesale uh, account management uh, in Austin. Um, I was with uh, I was with in the prepaid industry in the early early two thousands, and then I then I went to a, a, a nationwide prepaid company called Cricket Wireless, which is is, is very good. It was an up and comers regional service, and then uh, right before I decided to move back to a Schulenburg area. Uh, around approximately four years ago, uh, they were bought out by AT&T, and we went from a 3,000 uh, employee company to 300,000 employee company, and that's that's just not my style, you know. So, right. So he's we're here doing small business together, growing our organization, and so <clears throat> you know, I talked about this podcast. We don't know where it's going to head, but we're just we're talking about life here and kind of like what we. What we deal with on a day-to-day basis, but you know, we had uh, we have a great team at the at, in our real estate. We have a great team um, in our insurance, and we also have the Anytime Fitness franchise. And we wanted to expand uh, that model into other territories uh, other than Schulenburg. And so we opened up our second location in Yokum this year. We started this process about nine months ago, and we for, originally we were going to put it in Hallettsville, Texas, and then. And meeting with the city of Yokum, and we decided that that was a better territory, and also Anytime Fitness liked that territory more. And we already purchased land in Hallsville, and we had to do a 90 degree shuffle, and we went a different direction, or 180 degree, I guess you should say, shuffle, went a different direction, and uh, ended up in Yokum. You know, did a lease on a building, never really did a commercial lease before in my life. Mostly we've always bought real estate. Anyhow, got there started getting bids from contractors and all of a sudden our project didn't make sense did it Coy? <laughs> not at all it uh, uh 
the cost. We were in the wrong business. We should have we should be in the contracting business. <laughs> right. So we had to Coy and I, you know, we already locked up the lease, we already had money invested, we already bought the territory. Can't come messy. I mean, it got nervous overnight. Oh well, you know, we'll never get our money back out of this. And Coy decided he came to me, he said, All right, we're gonna do we're gonna G C this one ourselves and, and that's what we did. So we became contractors and Coy became a contractor overnight, and we and we decided to to do it ourselves. And Coy kind of um, just stepped out there, and, and together we got it done finally. And you did a great job. Got a, how many months did it take you from? So we started construction in September the first. Demo started. Demo started in September, and we were four and a half months to, to from start to close. Doors open. Uh, Those last missed, week. missed a couple deadlines along the way, but it was. It was the first experience of me. I learned a lot about uh, that part of it and that side of it. Um, but, you know, experiences and lessons that I'll take on to the next one, if, if there is a next one. It's going to be, I'm, I'm going to need a break. I need a break, though. Uh, maybe next year. Uh, not at the end of this year. <laughs> Definitely. But it, it was it was fun. Uh, it, what? You know, I would, couldn't imagine if it was further than Yokel. You know, that drive from here to Yokel is, is nice and easy. If it had been any further, it probably have been a lot more stressful, taking a lot more time. Uh, but it it kind of worked out, and uh, mm-hmm. it was a great learning experience. So just to kind of show you the amount of money we saved doing it ourselves, should we talk about that? Can we go down that road? We saved quite a bit. I mean, it was bids that came in. You know, we saved hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. doing it ourselves. Uh I mean, just one was, I don't know. The bids? I yeah. mean, they, were, they came in at like 650 Another one was 450 A 490 490 and uh And for that short amount of time of work, we were like, well, I mean, if we can get it done in 90 to 120 days, well, we could save approximately, we saved $150,000. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and... And I had control of the project, you know, so there was a win-win uh, uh, for me. It was, it was stressful, I'm not going to lie. Um, glad it's open, glad we've, we're two weeks past that. But, well, I just, but you know, I just want to tell this story to people. As a small business, you know, you, you, don't, you don't foresee things. And so you have all of 2018, which was a, a tough year. And this made it tougher for us because you had to go out of your role. You weren't in the office every day. Our other team members had to step up in different places, you know, in your absence, and so it was a it was a, it was a tough 2018 year for for us, and just because we were so spread out doing so much, <clears throat> but we made it happen, and we're, we're open now, and and things are are, are awesome again, and it's, it's an a, awesome uh, talking about the club a little bit. It's an awesome location, awesome gym, 7,500 square feet, uh, built. It's got amazing equipment, some of the latest, greatest equipment that our Schulenberg Club doesn't have. Uh, the grand opening, we had a ton of people. ton of people, probably approximately 300 people come through the door that night. Uh, some people in Yoakum said that, you know, they hadn't seen anything like that in Yoakum. We had the, the Texas Thunder radio, doing a radio remote. Uh, it, was, it was a blast, uh, the grand opening was. And the community seems like it's accepted it real well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's always scary when it's not your 
not your community and you go into somebody else's and how it's going to be perceived and how it's going to be received. And uh, we're, all, we're all happy the way that the community has accepted us over there. That's right. When we were in Schulenburg and we did this one, we opened it here because it was our town, it was our community. And then once we, lo- once we loved the model and we loved the Anytime brand and we loved our team, like we wanted to grow it. We wanted to create opportunity for folks that were on our team on the Anytime Fitness side and, and to expand into another territory and not know the people and just trust numbers and graphs and charts. You know, it's, it's in the, you're not there every day to get a pulse on things. So it's, it definitely true, is true. different. But uh, it's a learning experience and grateful that we did it. We learned, learned a lot along the way. So, so you know, Bubella Texas and Company. So we're just kind of, be honest with you guys, I I haven't done a podcast in a couple of weeks. And I'm trying to do these, these month, I mean weekly, and I'm, and I'm uh, dedicated to it. And Maria, who's sitting here with us today, she's not on the on the podcast, but she she runs all the technical stuff behind the scenes. She, she said, "Chip, you need to do a podcast this week." And it's Friday about four o'clock, and we're running out of time. So I brought in Coy out of his office last minute. And I said, You're, "We're going to do this podcast together." So he's like, "What are we going to talk about?" I said, "I don't know. We're going to we're going to talk about our latest venture and 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 what you know how we got there and how we did it." And so we start talking about the gym, but let's talk about a little bit about organization if we will and how we're set up and how it's supposed to look like and how sometimes it doesn't look like but the way it works guys is like i said we get that question how do y'all get it all done and it's and it's like well i i sure the heck don't get it all done it's it's through other people that we get it all done so you have bubella texas and company we have bubella real estate which i consider myself the the chief real estate agent of that you have uh the, the bubella insurance partners which coy is the is the the leader of that and then you have anytime fitness <clears throat> which i would say mitchell martin bailey is the is the leader of that organization but i oversee everything um, as president and then coy is our chief operations officer and oversees operations everything i'm more of a sales guy that's where i kind of just stay in that department um coy's operations but my real job is is a real estate broker and i and i try to stay in that arena 90 percent of the time and coy tries to stay in, in insurance I don't know, 70% of the time? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And then Mitchell, of course, is is, is overseeing Anytime Fitness 100% of the time. And so it's layered that way. And then we have, of course, our team members in each organization that we have. Um, Real estate, we have Joyce who manages all our listings. We have June who manages all the contract to close. Then we have all our agents. Um, Is that correct? And then we have Maria right here sitting with us. She's our marketing coordinator, not only for the real estate side, but for the insurance and Anytime Fitness, and then you have Bubella Insurance Partners, who core leads up, but we have Tammy, and we have Alice in the office. Tammy does all the commercial lines, and Alice does all the personal lines. And then you have Anytime Fitness, who we have two managers, and you have Mitchell, who's our area manager for both Schulenburg and Yoakum. And then we have all the personal trainers, my wife, Yvette, Reggie, Tony, and Melanie. And so uh, it's a lot of people, it's a lot of responsibility at the end of the day and but i'm gonna tell you something <clears throat> i sleep better at night knowing i have the team that i do especially with coy being here um he helps me uh because i i couldn't like that anytime project without this guy i would have lost my mind i'll tell you that right now so <laughs> well thanks i almost did but <laughs> i'm back uh no it it's it's taken it's 
taking putting it together a team we've been working we've been together since uh, may of 2016 mm-hmm. and uh putting some parts here and there uh and growing and uh your vision has allowed you know chips often referred to as the visionary i often am referred to as taking that vision and either making it happen or saying hold on let's hold off on that <laughs> make it uh plausible or you know just uh just seeing uh what the possibility is um and i like that i like the hands-on part of it uh chip really enjoys the sales part of it and the and the leadership part of it which i i mean i have to we, we can't do it without your leadership you um i really admire your drive your the way you're able to teach yourself on a daily not just a, a weekly basis but things you teach yourself on a, a daily basis is, is pretty as a as a friend is, is very admirable um, and I'm, I'm glad I'm on your team I'm glad I'm able to support you and, and help your vision move down the road so that's yeah absolutely you know I was it's, I was reading um, this book called uh, Phil Knight it's called the Shoe King or something? No, the, no. it's called the Shoe Dog. Shoe, shoe Dog. Dog. Anyways, it's Phil Knight's memoir. He's the founder of Nike, and he he uh, talks. It's a great book, by the way. He, <clears throat> he it's labeled in years, so he starts off at like nineteen sixty something. I'm in the year like nineteen seventy something right now, but talks about his struggles and all this building Nike, and it was actually originally called Blue Ribbon. I mean, he had these blue ribbons in his room. He originally named the Nike shoe. It was called Blue Ribbon. And he was selling these Japanese shoes called Tigers. And uh, anyway, that's kind of where I'm at with the book. But when you were talking about, you know, Chip's the visionary and I'm the guy, well, there's a quote in there that he talks about when he's dealing with his bankers. So back then, Koi, uh, if you wanted to, so this is what he did. He would he would order like a thousand pair of Tigers from Japan. They'd ship them, then he'd sell them in the United States. He had a territory. Well, he'd always go get a line of credit from the bank to order that thousand pair of shoes. And when he'd sell out, he'd go back to the bank and order 2,000 pair of shoes. And then when he sold 2,000, he'd go back to the bank and order 4,000. Well, every time he sold those shoes, he reinvested it, buying more shoes, and he'd get a line of credit for the rest of the difference. But he never had any money in the bank account. Like he he always leveraged everything he had, every single dollar. And uh, so his banker was kind of getting on him. They always wanted to see if you're growing at 20%, they wanted your cash to grow at 20%. And he never had, he never, he always reinvested back in his inventory, his company. But anyhow, so he has a quote in there and it says, uh, <clears throat> let me think how it goes real quick. He said that the accountant in me saw the risk. The entrepreneur in me saw the possibility. So we split the difference and we moved forward. So I think that's how, kind of like how you and I work. And you see the risk, I see the possibilities. A lot of times we split the difference and we just keep on moving forward, you know? Yeah. So. No, definitely. I mean, there's a lot of things that are thrown <laughs> on a daily basis. There's a lot of things that are thrown out there, and uh, it's fun. It's and it's, I mean, it's different every day, and it's 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 definitely challenging yourself. And I mean, you don't know your your limits, you know, right. until you're put in a position to challenge yourself. And I mean, we I don't know what we're gonna do tomorrow. Uh, I do want to focus. The- after getting that uh, club open, I do want to focus, re- move my focus back into the office and get these um, the new year and get everything, get goals in place, 
and see what uh, where we want to finish 2019 and what we want to accomplish this year. So I need to do that. Uh, and then who knows, maybe second quarter, <laughs> we well, start brainstorming again. When you were talking about that, I was thinking about John Maxwell. He wrote this book called the, I don't know how many laws of growth it is, but he talks about the law of the rubber band. And he said, what good is a rubber band if it's not being stretched? It's not holding anything together, you know? And I always think about the, you know, so we're kind of like rubber bands. What good are we if we're not stretching ourselves and it's true. putting ourselves out there? That's true. And and speaking of that, I always, and I don't, I was never challenged until Chip and I got in a partnership. I would have never taken the risk before. I had the support that I have from him, and I think it's it's both ways. You know, I don't know if Chip would have taken some of the, the, the risk without having uh, – without having me on the other side no i mean i've taken risks before and they've always turned out but this was a this year was a bigger risk than i've ever been willing to chew off like i i go back and there's points core where i woke up in the morning and i was like what the hell are you doing why did you do this and, but you you know you're in it i'll never forget i was one sunday i was at church and i i just asked god i was like i'm in a place uh, i'm in un I'm unfamiliar territory, and God just said, He said, Chip, you're in familiar territory. The, the difference is, it's it's a it's a bigger territory that you're not familiar with, and and as you go through life and you and you are like a rubber band, you keep expanding yourself, and the and the rubber band, you stretch enough just to not pop, right? <laughs> Sometimes you think you're gonna pop, but yeah, definitely, you know, for whatever reason, the words just came to me, came to me that day, and it, and it said, Listen, you were there before. You made it through it. It was challenging. And yes, it wasn't as big as a risk. And yes, it wasn't as much. But now this is a bigger thing for you. And it's it's involved a lot more people. Okay. You're going to make it because you got people. Before it was just you. Now you got a team. And yes, it's huge. But you got a whole team backing you now. You know? And, and that's why it's going to work out. Yeah, definitely. And, and so it's just, you know, it's kind of like... Uh, exponential growth you know you grow through people and the more people you get the bigger the things get but there's more there's no doubt there's more responsibility there's all these people you're responsible for as your organization grows and the money gets bigger the payroll gets bigger and those are the scary things you know your payroll's bigger and all that but you have to remember you got all these other people that are working covering those payrolls and sales people and so we've grown in the right places and, and so we just have to keep doing the right thing and and just know that if we just keep doing the right thing it's all gonna work out so yeah definitely and i, I mean but it's always learning too you know it's uh the challenges the learning uh that's kind of what gets me going every day uh getting up knowing uh what i tell you earlier maria you learn something new every day that's why you get out of bed yeah yeah she, you taught me something what did you teach me earlier Oh, how to, <laughs> how to print ad, re, uh, return address labels? Yeah, I always I don't I always use Microsoft uh, Word to do it. And she goes, no, just go to Avery's website and they have their own template. I was like, wow, that's amazing. Right, and it's yeah. quick and easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasted about four sheets before she told me that. Yeah. But uh, I always the office is always fun too. Yes, it is. It's a great place to work. I love coming to work here. I hope everybody else does too. I. Try to be cheerful when I come in. I'm not. I wonder if June thinks I'm cheerful every day. <laughs> I might come in grouchy some days, but I try to smile when I come in the door. I try to greet everybody and 
and all that stuff. Because it, I guess the thing that is challenging for me is making sure I call everybody, letting letting everybody know that I care about them and that I want to help them. You know, all your clients and stuff. That's that's the challenge. Just getting through that list of people, and it, you always want to treat every client like you you taught your first client. Yeah. But as you grow, it gets tough. Yeah. I mean, it, it really. If you do such a good job and you have a lot of people calling you, it, 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 it it's challenging to, to, to hug your customer like you did your first one. That's what I've always wanted to do. Well, speaking of that, it, uh, as as we took over the insurance and something I've done since day one is I, I send thank you cards or welcome to, you know, Bell Insurance Partners, welcome to the team. Mm-hmm. You know, we're here for you. And Tammy, Alice, and I, we always will print them out and then we'll sign them and then I'll, I'll handwrite the address labels. Well, you know, this this week or last week I started, I went back to my list from four months ago and the demo started on that gym and I haven't written one since September. Yep. So I had a huge stack to start on and I'm, I've been knocking that out. But that's going back and just, you know, you get a new insurance client. You, I may not see them. Tammy may not see them. Or they did just work with Alice. And it's knowing that there's a team here and being able to send them a card Hopefully, you know, you like to send it 30, 60 days, so it's it's fresh and letting them know, hey, we're here. Thank you for the business. Uh, let us know if you need anything. That's something we've done for since day one and letting them know as you grow, you know, it's 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 tough. As that book grows, it's going to be tough to, to reach out, and that's <clears throat> that's why we uh, we had to, you know, kind of hire Maria to get that, that mm-hmm. book and that constant contact with those those clients and let them know. That we're still here. We're still here for you, and, and you are very important to us. Yeah. Um, going off what Coy's talking about, you know, I've always grown the, my real estate company by referral. And as you grow your organization, you get some success under your belt. You know, as a growth-oriented person, I've always wanted more and more and more and more. And I've had to sit back recently <clears throat> and decide, you don't need more. You don't need any more clients, Chip. Look at what you have already. Look at your database. Look at these these folks that you've served before. Those are your customers. Those are your clients. True. Those are all you need. And if you just work those, and you just because they'll they'll become champions. They'll refer you people. You don't need to go market and solicit. They'll they'll send them to you. And that's what we're trying to do. I I, I sat back this year and I look at everything that I have in the pipeline right now, and I don't need more. I just take what I got right now. And if I just work on that, it's going to be a good year, you know, yeah. and and just work on those relationships, work on what, what my sellers who are who, my, my my sellers today, work on my buyers today. That's all I need to do, and I'll have a great year. Just I don't need another client. I don't need another anything. Just take what I have and work on that. And take that's, care of it. Take care of it. All you got to do. It's true. Uh, so another thing. So we have, I forgot, to, let's talk about this a little bit. No. No? No. I don't know what it is. What are you talking about? <laughs> So, you know, I've gotten over time. There's things that have happened to me, and I, uh, I don't know how they happen or why they happen, but they just happen. I guess I'm gonna say yes, man. I don't know what it is. I guess I say yes. I'm like the Jim Carrey, you know, in that movie, he's the yes man. You do say it a lot. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I gotta learn to say no. You know, and another thing about the the uh, what's his name, the billionaire from Nebraska, the uh, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. He says successful people learn how to say no. <laughs> he has a quote for that. I was I was. Speaking of Warren Buffett, I was talking earlier. You were talking about uh, who did you 
some kind of part. Uh, well, anyways, Warren Buffett had a sidekick too, mm-hmm. uh, Charlie. Something. Yeah, Hunger uh, Munger, Charlie. Munger, yeah, you know, and that's yeah. I. After I watched that documentary a few years ago, I was that's, you know, you always try to figure out your role and your position, mm-hmm. you know. And and before I moved here and, and partnered up with Chip, I was in a leadership role and had to take the step back and 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 I welcomed Chip to that and to step behind him and let him lead the team. Well, I can do things that I enjoy, the operation side, day-to-day business, moving the business forward, making decisions on the spot. Uh, that's what I enjoy. But anyways, well, go, go Let me tell to- you something. Before Corey came on board, I'm going to tell you, God works in some mysterious ways. You know, you, you, as a guy, you try to grow your organization, and uh, you're missing pieces. You're missing people. And, and over time, I think you keep working, and God just – brings the people in your life. If you're, if you're living a really good life, God will send whoever you need to get the job done. Oh, I, I just believe that. Well, before Corey came along, I'd have meetings with my team and I'd say, we're going to do this and this is where we're going to go. We're going to do that. It's still a and joke it, today. And, and eventually, people just got tired of listening because nothing ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, what kind of grand idea does he have today that we're not going to accomplish? <laughs> Oh man! One of my pet peeves working in corporate America was going to weekly meetings, and and nothing, uh, no follow through from anything that ever happened. I I, I couldn't stand it and pull my hair out, you yeah, know. Yeah. So when I got here and I I was in charge, I'm like, we're not doing that, you know. Keep it simple, one thing at a time or two. Let's 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 measure that, you know. Get that completed, and that's what we'll, the way we'll measure success, you know. And it's just. My whole life, even in high school, I, I, I kept it simple. Yeah. And that's and that's the way I, I, I do my I business. Cool. He'll call me out. He'll be like, did you get that done? Uh, not yet. Well, you said you were going to do it. That was your vision. I like. I know. I get. Thank you for reminding me. I got to get back. You know. So he's. You know, we come in these meetings and. I'll be talking and Coy's, I just look at him. He's writing down notes, you know, and then he'll come back to me a month later. Hey, you said we were going to do this. Let's get to it. You know, and that's what's awesome about it. You know, cause I would have already been moving on to the next vision for life. You know, so well, you're here. We, we hold each other accountable. Yeah. And that's, that's another thing that, that leads to success is some accountability. Right. It's, you got to find people that, you know, weigh in on your weak spots. That's what's so awesome. You know, it's easy to, if you're really fast in life, you know, if you're a track star, it's easy to go run a race and, and win that race. But to, to grow in a team, to, to grow a national championship team, that's that's hard. I mean, it's you could have players in every role. You know, business is hard. You got marketing, you got sales, you got bookkeeping, you got accounting, you got production, you got customer service. And you can't do all of it. If you want to have an absolute old, awesome business, you gotta be good at all those things. Oh, true. You gotta, it's, I call them ingredients, you know, mm-hmm. you gotta have ingredients that work, uh, to make a good dish, to make, you know, a good, right. a good meal. Um, and it's not your team, it's, it's your resources mm-hmm. and something that you do is you provide, you, you provide all the resources, you know, almost too much sometimes, you know, we have to, Hey, do, do we really need to do this now? You know, or can we wait three or four weeks? You right. Know? But you have the ingredients, the resources, and anybody in, in our organization, are, are, we're giving them the tools to be successful. Uh, teaching, leadership, re- the resources, you know. The tools uh, that you need to go out it's to a, be successful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an awesome place to work. 
Yeah, we want it to be. I mean, it's, uh, we want to be an organization where, you know, I always want to be, a, you know, I talk about the five levels of leadership a lot, but we invest in our relationships with the people at work. Production picks up. Therefore, other people, we want it to be a place where people want to come to work, where they know that there's opportunity. We want to be a growth-oriented company so that you know that there's some upside, there's something here for you. And and to have, like, I don't know about you, but, like, I want it to be a place where, like, people, when they go home at 5, yeah, they may clock out, but they're still thinking about work because they love where they're at. You know what I mean? They love what they're doing. They have purpose. Um, they have whatever, you know, it might be they, they have mastery work. They're able to master who they want to be here, you know, and yeah. Like, I, there's, I think there's like three or four things that motivate people, but one was mastery, one was purpose, autonomy. It's one of them. There's one other one I can't think of off the top of my head, but if we can ha- offer those things to people here, it's not going to be about the money. And, you know, it's just about having a great place to work, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's <clears throat> there's so much time spent. That's why I fell in love with real estate was autonomy, was having my own schedule. And when I came here, you know, we had to kind of back off on this, but I was a big guy. I was like, if you want to leave at 3 o'clock, you know, leave at 3 o'clock and, and do what you want. And that's how I've always been because that's kind of like how I live. I always just want to, you know. But as you grow an organization, you do have to have some structure, I've learned. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. A little bit of accountability. Yeah. But I mean, it's what well, I fell in love with being the boss, you know. You like have my own schedule. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, it, it is once you grow. There is a little bit that you have to – there is some accountability into it. Just – not, and not just to, and you go back to uh, having meetings and just hey, just hey, where are you at on this? Where you just make sure that ball is moving forward. It's not something you come in and say, oh, you know, we're you know mm-hmm. questioning somebody's work ethic, but hey, just make sure we're still talking to that client. You know, we're still communicating, and where are we at on that? When are we going to close that? You know, that deal. And uh, but that's that's the kind of way you approach it, right? So core is big on meetings. I hate meetings, um, but I've learned the value of meetings because I'm just like anybody else. Like I'm a, I'm a doer and I like to just get in there and, and make things happen right now. But what I've learned about meetings through Koi and through reading other stuff, I mean, I've always known this, but I had to, I think he, didn't, was, he didn't trust me. No, I didn't know that I trust you. It wasn't my idea. It was a problem. <laughs> I wanted it to be my idea. But no, the, you know, I've learned you have lead and lag indicators and, and a meeting is a, uh, well, I guess to be a lag indicator. It's like it's not going to happen till later. So like this this podcast, not talking to you. What's this, a lag? What's a lead? A lead indicator is 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 something that uh, you measure that you're doing right now. So it'd be a lead indicator. It's, it's something that you don't get a benefit from it right now. It's something that it may happen a year from now. Mm-hmm. So like okay, like uh, a lead would be us meeting with our team and we're talking about you do this, you do that and whatever. Okay. And because we had that meeting and we put that structure in place because we talked about what everybody's rules were, you know, what our, what our goal is, we all go to work after that. And then eventually we meet our goal maybe a month from now, but instead of just winging it and everybody's going in 5,000 directions, nothing gets done. Right. But you don't see the You don't see the immediate gratification of that meeting at that moment in time. You see it later. Mm-hmm. You know, lag things are, you see them right away. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it, you make that sales call right now. You right. try to get a prospect on the phone. You know, that's, you get instant gratification off that instead of coming to a meeting and talking about, okay, Chip, what's your goal? How many deals are you going to close this month? You know, for mm-hmm. these 12 weeks, whatever. And, 
and that's the difference. And, and meetings, you know, you have to have them if you're going to grow your organization. There's just no way because you'll have a bunch of unstructured stuff and you won't know what your team's doing. Well, I, I, I think, too, the biggest thing is that I I like meetings and I, I truly believe in meetings is, is it opens the lines of communication. In case, say you meet once a week. Say you lose oh. one of those lines of communication between two people mm-hmm. or two employees is lost during that week. Mm-hmm. You bring them back to the table at least once a week on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. You open that line about communication back up. And here's another thing on that. I read a, a line this week and it's so amazing. And it said, get too far out in front of your people and they'll mistake you for the enemy. So meetings help you stay with your people. It don't get you, you're not outside. They don't know what you're doing. They think you're the enemy all of a sudden because you're not connected with them. You haven't met with them in a while. And that's what I love about meetings. That's a good line. So, and I, and the second thing about meetings is I'm able to, I, I like having a plan and I'm able to uh, follow that plan through meetings and hold myself accountable. So I'm able, it gives me a time to go back and uh, reference what we, where were we a week ago versus make sure we're still moving forward. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have that time to go back and, and see where everybody is and then I don't know which way we're going mm-hmm. and eventually we're going to be stopped mm-hmm. or going backwards and, and I can't allow that to happen. So think about this quote. I was reading the shoe, the shoe Dog book, okay? <clears throat> and Phil Knight talks about, you know, when he was creating Nike, okay, he was a track runner, right? He ran track in college and all that stuff. And he kept in his mind, he didn't know where he wanted to go in life. Okay, He didn't know what he wanted to do. All he knew is that he wanted to do something. He didn't want to work for a big company. He was, He wanted to be unordinary. And he wanted to do his own thing, but he didn't know what. He knew he loved track, and he knew that he wanted to keep on going. Mm-hmm. He said, "I'm just. I got to keep on going until I get there. I got to keep on going until I get there. I have no idea where there is at, but I got to keep on going." So, I had this thought though that Bubella takes in the company, keep going until we get there. We don't know where there is at, but we're going to keep <laughs> on going. That's good. All right. That's good. We're going to end it with that, guys. You have an awesome one. I hope you enjoyed this podcast, learning about our company organization. Thank you, Coy, for, for coming on board. Thanks for having me. I, I enjoyed it a lot. And we'll see you guys at the top. Take care. Everybody praying for the end of times. Everybody hoping they could be the one. I was born to run. I was born for this.